right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of The Sportsman. We've got Joey D. We've got Mikey V. I'm here, the big ticket. And uh, man, it's been a long couple days trying to get this one together with the travel and whatnot. We're doing this. We're doing a late night pod. It's 1030 here on the Oof. East Coast. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Yeah, late night, but we're we're up. Uh, we're, we're, you know, burning the midnight oil, as they say. Hey, we said Wednesday pod. We're delivering Wednesday pod. That's sure all that matters. Are. Sure are. Remember the day's ticket when we used to miss three, four weeks at a time? This would have been one that we wouldn't have even contemplated. It would have been done and dusted. It's just it, Mr. Anderson puts in so much hard work now that it's just you feel you feel compelled to make it happen. And not just Mr. Anderson, to the to the to the faithful, which is growing exponentially. The sportsmen uh faithful are growing, and we owe it to them, we owe it to ourselves. Um, this could be a fun one. It's true, though. Once we started paying a guy, you know, we decided <laughs> to get a little more intelligent. <laughs> um, all right. This is the fantasy bonanza here. We're going to rip through a shitload of questions. A lot of people wrote in. So thanks to all y'all who uh, wrote a question. We're going to get to as many as we can here because uh, that's what we do on the sportsman. So the first yeah. question, let's tee it up, comes from Tony Wilson. Classic question. What was your best, funniest team name you ever had yourself or heard of? Joey Day, let's start with you. My funniest team name, um, probably, uh, I think one year I was uh, corn on the cob for Randall Cobb. I think that was, I didn't have a lot of funny names. I was a lot of times I was like Packers related names. Um, I, I don't know. I, there, there's been some guys in my league who've had some good names. Um, I think my buddy one year he did um, for Ray Rice. He did, um, he did a Ray Rice one, which was, I won't, I won't mention it, but it was pretty, it, it was pretty bad, but it was also quite, quite humorous. <laughs> Corner of the Cobb not bad. Corner of the Cobb was my, that was my team name one year. Cause Randall Cobb was just tremendous. He was, he was a great slot receiver. That that would be probably mine. Or um the gospel according to Matthews I had for a while from oh, Clay see, Matthews. You should have led with that one. That's a good one. Go, that's a good one. I thought that you think that's a good one, yeah. I like I, the gospel yeah. according sure. to Matthews, yeah. That one was good, I thought. But I always did Packers related themes, even if I didn't have any Packers on my team. It's just yeah, kind of the way it went. That kind of I know stuff. I know you don't like that, but you gotta you, know. you I I am of the opinion that it's gotta be well, you can do whatever you want. I think you should be using a player that you have on your team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. That's correct. That's correct. So, a buddy of mine did Ray is Finkel for a while. I like that one. Yeah, that was that's a good one. That was that's a good a classic one. one. I had a buddy <laughs> mine do that too. I like that one. Um, I'll go real quick. Uh, I one year I didn't look him up. A lot of people will take credit. They'll look him up and they'll take credit for it. But yeah, have any creativity themselves, and I've done that before, but. One of the best ones I've ever had was, uh, which it kind of seems stupid now, but I had, um, I came up with it on my own. It was Devonta suck your blood. <laughs> now, is that stupid? It seems yeah. stupid now. But when it was, yeah. when I first thought of it, I got a lot of props in the group chat from it of the other guys in the league. Um, it was creative. I don't know how funny it is, but it was creative. Um, that was probably I remembered my buddies, by the way. It was, it was right after the Ray Rice incident. It was Beats by Ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. <laughs> Mike right, v. Mike v. Um, 
my favorite team name that I've ever, the funniest team name that I've ever heard. And it's been reincarnated over and over every year. Cause it was so popular uh, in our one league. My one buddy, his team name was uh, it was a play on words with, with Tyler Eifert and Zach Ertz. And it was, it, it, the team name was it hurts when I fart. So it, it, <laughs> it hurts when I fart. Right. But it was, you know, it hurts when I fart and everyone would just say that over and over. And that's been his team name now for like, for it's, just, you don't drop a team name like that when you hit a grand oh. slam, you just keep it. And then uh, my personal, I mean, for me, I mean, I had uh, the year that there was the big Zika virus uh, outbreak where, you know, people's heads were like babies were getting born with the gigantic heads. I drafted Ezekiel Elliott his rookie year and actually won the title in that league that year. And my team name was Zika virus, but Z-E-K-E Zika virus. And that was that was one of my favorite team names, but probably it's one of my favorite team names because I just associated with winning the league that year. But uh, it hurts when I fart was one of my That's top favorite cool. funniest names I ever heard for a team name. Ertz was a was a guy that a lot of people wanted just for the team name capability. There's a lot of things you could do with Ertz. Yeah, Ertz so good. There's just a lot of things you can do with it. My ball, Zach Ertz. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know about you, Mikey V. I am definitely of the opinion that you you, you should, if you're a gentleman and a scholar and a man of good faith. Yeah usually create a name around a character that you or a player that you've drafted yeah it should be should be yeah Agreed. it should be it should be um all right thanks for the question tony the next one comes from dawson funk what's the earliest round you're taking a running back and who is the first running back off the board mikey v yeah i mean this really depends if, you, if you're got a 10 or a 12 or a 10 man league um a running back is going in the first round i mean running yeah. backs are going to go in the first round i mean they have to um 10 or 12 man league even an eight man league i don't see a world where you don't take a running back in the first round even if it's ppr full ppr i think you still got to go running back in the first round and after last year i think mccaffrey has to be the first running back off the off the board um what he did in san francisco in the shanahan offense you figure Brock Purdy comes back. He was just named the starter today. Officially Shanahan named him the starter today, um, which I think everyone kind of expected, but I just don't see a world where McCaffrey doesn't capitalize on the season. He had last year, San Francisco's the same team basically on the perimeter with Debo and with Ayuk uh, and with Kittle and with the best left tackle in football. So I, I just don't see a world where McCaffrey isn't RB one off the board. I would agree. I think he's going to be uh, – I have second position draft in a 12-man league in my in my, in my my one fantasy football league, and I, I, I think it's going to be either Jefferson and then McCaffrey or McCaffrey and Jefferson. Is it, is it PPR or is it uh, it's traditional not, scoring? It's, it's traditional scoring. Yeah, so McCaffrey, McCaffrey should probably go first in that league. He should yeah. probably go first. But if – yeah, but I mean – you're in a good spot either way. You're going to get a stud. Well, that's what I'm pick, saying so. is I'm, those are the two guys I'm looking at. Yeah. I would think, who would you think the next running back after him? Would you you go Nick Chubb after him? Eckler. Eckler, Eckler. probably. Yeah. I mean, Nick Chubb is just a touchdown machine, though, I think. like I mean, Eckler catches the ball out of the backfield. That, ton, again, so this, is, this is why you got to discuss, is it PPR, is it traditional? If it's PPR, I think you go Eckler. If it's PPR, I think you may consider taking Saquon before you take Nick Chubb. You know what I mean? But if it's a traditional league, then, you know, you could talk Chubb. 
Uh, I mean, I you may you may have Tony Pollard over Chubb in a PPR league. To be honest, are you, are you worried about Tony Pollard coming back after a big time injury? I mean, like, I am to a degree, but the Cowboys are still, you know, the Cowboys aren't going to win anything, but the Cowboys are still going to be good. Um, they'll be good to to the extent that that I think he'll be successful. Um, so part of me is a little concerned, but on the other hand, I I think he is very very good, and I think he's he's going to have a, a good year. I do. I think he'll have a good year. I think for me, I typically, I, I, there's a lot of data you can run through. There's a lot of things you can look at. And it certainly, it does matter what kind of league you're running, whether it's uh, PPR or, or, I mean, there's, or a 10 man or a 12 man league. I typically don't pay much mind to running backs. That's typically one, forever and always. I've always been that way. Obviously, they're they're not as valued in the NFL much anymore as well. They're not getting the same reps they used to get. No one's getting thirty a game unless you're well, you know, Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Of, you know, it's yeah, just there's, there's far, always there's but, always a couple outliers. And there's a lot of injuries, and I'm just I've just never been a guy to take a running back in the first couple rounds, no matter where I'm really. Going. I, I like playing the rookie game. I like getting a, a lot of guys that most of the guys aren't paying attention to. Like like last year in a lot of my leagues, I had a Breezy Hall. He was able to fall pretty far. Um, and I just know that I can stream. I mean, sometimes I get fucked. I, I'll say that. But I usually stream my running backs unless I'm in a in a good position draft-wise. So would you be trying to get like a Bijan Robinson, like – Maybe in a, I mean, he's still I mean, got to be high, he's, high, he's high up. Popular this year, so not a guy like him. And there's also a lot of running backs this year, especially that I think they're the second string guy, but by week six or week seven are going to end up being the first string guy or barring injuries. I like getting them later. I like going for a wide receiver. And dare I say, I even go QB earlier than most people go QB. I like having a reliable guy there too, or a tight end. I don't put a lot of stock in running back, and I, I I have faith in myself to find them later. I love having good running backs. I, I feel so yeah. secure when you have good running backs. Like, But the thing is, is there's always a guy who comes out of nowhere. Like Josh Jacobs, for me, last year, I didn't have him. But to me, it was like I, I everybody was saying pre-draft, don't touch this guy. This guy's not going to have a good season. Stay away from him. I know it was a contract year. But he had done nothing up until that point to show that he was going to produce like he did. And then he just went fucking off. So, well, like, yeah, yeah, I guess you just don't know sometimes. You, it's, you know, sometimes you just get lucky or sometimes, you know, I guess in, well, your, in your sake, you know, a guy like that, you could probably get in like the third, fourth round. You know what I mean? For last year anyways, not this year. But then, you know, you you, you might you might hit gold. You never know. And then, like, we're like what Mikey V did with that kid from um, the Texans. Oh, last Pierce. Year. Pierce. I mean, that kid came on strong for you, too. So I, I like playing that game a little bit more. I know it's not conventional. And a lot of people disagree with it. That's just the way I play. And I won the league last year. So I'll <laughs> that out there. I did win it last year. How many times? What's the over-under? How many times Ticket mentions that he won the league on this no, episode? because I'm not a conventional drafter. I'm not a conventional fantasy player. But – I want people to know that I do succeed. What okay. was your first pick last year in the draft? Who was your first guy that you picked? Well, we were running a, a double quarterback league. I mean, there weren't two QB spots, but you have that um, every man's the, the super flex. Yeah. Super flex, but you're, you're going to want to probably put a quarterback there. So it was a little different, but I went with Josh Allen as my first overall pick. No, you were picking at what position. Do you remember? Like Josh Allen. Oh, where was it? I think I was fourth. Okay. No, I was fifth. Jerry put me at fifth. That's right. Jerry did you it. You read the whole fucking thing. 
<laughs> you had Josh yeah. Allen? I did. He did. I had Hurts, and who was my other quarterback? I thought I had Allen. Are you sure Ticket, you had tick, Allen? Yeah, Ticket had Allen and Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson. Okay. okay. That was a dynamic duo. I had two, I I had two major hurt. quarterbacks also. I had Hurts. And, had... and Lamar Jackson was fantastic for the first four games. And then yeah. he. You could have got a King's ransom for him. He fucking flatlined, dude. Well, I got hurt. Yeah, got and hurt. his receivers got hurt, and he just, he just, he just never came. Down, you had Aaron Rodgers, and you got rid of him. That's uh, yeah, because you know, I had some. I forget I know, who my other got, quarterback was. He was, was Hurts and Rodgers, and then you got rid of him. No, I drafted else, I somebody else though. I just can't remember. But I mean, I had Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. So yeah, that's. That's money. It was absurd. (laughs) Uh, Jalen Hurts to me was the best player in fantasy football last year. In terms of in terms of consistency, rushing touchdowns, rushing yards, passing touchdowns, uh, he he did it all, man. He was unbelievable. He was he was excellent. He was excellent. All Um, All right, gentlemen. Good question from Dawson Funk. Next one comes from Ray Schmitz. In a year where it seems receiver is paramount. Are any of you guys stacking two RBs back to the RBs? Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if he means stacking, like is stacking, like we're drafting back to back RBs or if he means handcuffing. I think he means handcuffing. So if he means handcuffing RBs, I mean, there's a couple handcuffs that are, that are probably going to be decent. Um, Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier may be one you want to look at. If you, if you draft Robinson, before uh Najee Harris with uh Ken uh with uh Jalen Warren in Pittsburgh maybe something you want to do um Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery in Detroit is maybe something you'd want to look at uh the Packers Khalil, Khalil could... Herbert Roshan Johnson maybe something you want to look at Aaron Jones and and, and AJ uh, Dillon but I think that Dillon. they're they're both such good players individually. It's gonna be that tough to handcuff them. Handcuff yeah, them. it'd be very tough to handcuff. It might not be worth it to handcuff them because you're gonna give up a premium spot for a handcuff. Whereas the other ones that I mentioned, you know, you may get a little bit of distance between those two picks uh, if and when you make them. But uh, handcuffing is always a good strategy. I I I did it a, a bunch of times with Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard. Madison um, when, was when a I great could. one. Madison was always a good one because uh, inevitably. Um, uh, Dalvin, he, Cook. He, Dalvin Cook always got nicked up, you know, at some point during the year. So right. Alexander Madison was always a popular one. So that's another good one, uh, you know. And then maybe you know Brees Hall and uh, and uh, and Dalvin Cook Dalvin this year Cook now because you don't know. I know Brees Hall is. I think he got cleared to come back to practice, so he's he's good to go. But you know, I don't know what if he's a hundred percent go if he falls a little bit of stock, but. It'll be interesting, but yeah, it's always it's always something you could do. Always something you could think about. They Michael, um Michael Carter too is on that team, right? Michael Carter. Yeah, he is. He could be he the odd have. man out, though. It certainly seems like he is because he's not going to take Dalvin Cook carries away, and he's not going to take Brees Hall time away. So this is the problem, I think, with running backs now more and more. These committee running backs by committee, it, it takes away the value of one of the guys. Like that's why AJ Dillon paying and... him in real life. I mean, that's why these guys aren't getting paid in real life like that because it is a committee. You know, there's very, very few places where it's just a standalone one guy, like a Saquon or a CMC or a Derrick Henry. Like those, that really, that's the, those are the outliers at this point. That's not really, you know, 
what it is anymore. And, you know, another good one maybe you want to look at is Tank Bigsby and um, and Travis Etienne out in Jacksonville if you want to do another kind of handcuff. But, um, yeah. Etienne I, looked good last year. He did. He came on real strong. Came on real strong. He looked awesome. Well, it's funny because, of course, taking, the, rookie, the, guy... the rookie year when I drafted him, he blew his knee out in training camp. But who was the guy that we had ticket that we picked up? Yeah, they and... fucked our guy, uh, Fernet. For, was it Fournette? We had Fournette, didn't we? I, th- I thought it was. Um... Didn't we both have Fournette and he got fucked when he got sent to uh, the Jets, right, from the Bucks? Yes, that's cor- that's correct. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy we got fucked on. Um, <laughs> Mikey V is, I feel like the night, I don't know if it's the night potter he takes this very seriously, but I feel like he's he's in the zone here. He yeah, is. This is this we got to keep it running. This is. You guys got to remember that when you guys were, you know, I don't know what you guys were doing, but you know, prior to us meeting, I mean, this is this is pretty much what this I did. Bread and butter. This is where I made my bones. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it fantasy advice? I did a lot. I did a lot of fantasy stuff. I did a lot of fantasy stuff. But I mean, I've been playing. You know, I, I mean, I've been playing fantasy football since the dark ages, like before. You know, almost before when you had to write your picks in a notebook and like, you know, there was, you know, back in like early ages of seventh, eighth grade when it was like 99, 98, like, and there was no, like, not now with all the computer stuff. You're really. telling me you would do fantasy on, on, <laughs> on, a, on a composition notebook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how were you guys tallying up points? Yeah, some <laughs> some poor some poor old guy who ran the league. Like, oh, that was his responsibility. God. And I, I mean, I, you don't envy something like that. That, that, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Like, if he, how many, how many fantasy draft cameos did you do today? Five, I think. Five or four or five. They and take a long time, man. They take like eight, nine. I minutes saw you did like a nine-minute cameo. That's how my, long it takes, though. The way no, I, I did it, because I, I did it I, in two and a half minutes. Yeah, well, you, must, you, know, you know, Joe. I mean, listen, I I deliver a different type of service. I just see Joe. Do you do the auto the auto pick the computer auto generate? No, I put it I put it in a hat and I that I really the picks out. Yeah, yeah but I have everything. I have everything ready to go and then i just pick it out and i just start reading okay it yeah go. no i have the names on the list i rip the names up i put them in the bucket i show them <laughs> wow yeah yeah it's a production you get what probably you halfway through the cameo these guys are like can you just pick the fucking draft <laughs> no, no. Uh, the reviews have been stellar right now mikey v what can you get that service for at what price 39.99 wow it's oh. a lot cheaper than mine yeah. yeah, I saw yours. Uh, Da's getting a seventy piece for his for his cameo. You ramped it the fuck up too. Well, dude. here's the thing, bro. Is that ca- cameo up. takes <laughs> cameo takes a lot of that money though, Joe. Well, no, no out of the seventy five dollar cameo, I mean, I should. I, but the, if they book on the app, out of seventy five bucks, I get forty one dollars. It's a fucking crook. Yeah, they take cameo. They, I call them the cameo it. crooks. They whack well, you. All right. Okay. I mean, you work for them. They're they're making you money, Joe. At the end of the day, you don't want to call them crooks, but I'll call them crooks. Wow. Cameo crooks. Right. But but the bottom line is, hey, I love cameo. So hey, <laughs> no, book a cameo. <laughs> but it's true, man. How you take it? Uh, how almost? It's, it's because the app, like Apple, takes some of it off the app, 
and then yeah. Cameo takes it. So yeah. you get double bang. Yeah, you get yeah. If you they do, do it on the yeah. website, then you get more. And if they do a 24 hour one, 24 that's hour. that 24 hours when you light up like gold, because those things come in hot. They could leave tips too. I get left a lot of tips. People leave yeah. tips and stuff. The reviews cool. are nice because it just shows that people, you know. Yeah. But normally my good. cameos are like an, a minute and a half to two minutes long. Well, that's what a normal cameo when I do like a birthday or <clears throat> a shout out or a bachelor party, that's what it'll be. But the fantasy drafts just take a long time the way I do them. We've gotten off topic. Ticket next topic. <laughs> Real quick, though, are you aware that on your on your thing it says you're a correspondent? Cold what does that mean? I don't know. You have yourself as a correspondent here on Cameo. Just ridiculous. You don't even uh, you don't know what you're doing on there, do you? You don't even know what a correspondent you is. How do you? It says Joey Colcutt's here. How does it say correspondence? All right. All right. We'll move on. We'll move on. We got to move on. Yeah. Yeah. We got we to gotta, we gotta move on. We're, All right. We gotta um, move on. Next question comes from Evan Lindstrom. <clears throat> I haven't played fantasy in a few years. Tips for a 12 man PPR auction league. Auction leagues are tough. Yeah. Um, you got to keep player tiers in mind. Uh, just, you know, recognizing what the tier rankings of the players are. You really got to know because you got to really work within whatever budget that you have prior to uh, prioritizing positions with, you know, uh, with multiple starters, like, you know, running back receiver. Um, that's spot. You probably don't want to handcuff isn't is in an auction league. I would recommend against handcuffing in an auction league. Um, flex wide receivers. If it's a PPR league, I would use the flex spot on a wide out. Um, because again, everything has to be taken in consideration of what you're budgeting out for your position. So I would flex wide receiver there. And that's pretty much, I mean, what I can, what I could give as advice. for that. My only advice is the one time I did, I uh, did the auction. I banged myself by paying way too much for the first, first round pick. Just don't, don't overreach. <laughs> Do not overreach. Cause you screw yourself. I did it one time. I got my player. This was back. This was back in the day. I think I did it years ago. I, I overreached for Adrian Peterson and as good as he was paid way too much. And yeah. then I hardly had anything left to, to, to put the rest of my team together. Yeah. So you got it. You got it. You got to have a price in mind for like your first couple rounds of what you're happy <clears throat> pay for a player and if it gets to the point where it's past that point you just got to let them move auction league is one of those things where you should definitely consider running several mock drafts online yeah there's plenty of sites that do them for free you don't need to spn does membership and run like a bunch of mock drafts auction style because it's not like anything else you know so you really should get acclimated to it especially if he said the guy said he hasn't played in a while so yeah i would definitely do that that's got to be one of the tougher drafts when you're doing an auction because it's there's so many things that you have to keep in mind, not not only just filling roster spots, but how much you're going to pay and how much you have left. It, it makes it really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Would you have got would, would you get involved with an auction league anymore, Mikey? Like if last no, year. You set no, it up, no, yeah, no. You wouldn't, yeah. No. It's too much. You know why? If you want to do if you want to do that and you like that that much, just go on the the uh the daily fantasy, um, the daily yeah. fantasy books and just do those every week and you could do that. 
And you know what we do actually is a group of my friends, they do it every week. It's 25 bucks to get in every single week, the entire season. And they run one every week. So every oh, week you get a new Kings? chance. Yeah. Our uh, draft Kings. Well, I'll say it's, you know, it's draft Kings because we love draft Kings. Um, but FanDuel has one draft Kings has one. And, you know, it's just, everybody runs it every single week and you get a new chance every week. And it's, it's, it's cool. Weekly fantasy is a daily fantasy. I bet for football weekly. Did you fun. ever do those? I used to do those all the time. Yeah, they're fun. they're fun. They're fun. I had fun. a buddy, I had an old roommate who used to spend hours and hours and hours on his computer. And he would use the computer to analyze the best uh, teams to win. Lineups, yeah. And he would make hundreds of accounts. And he probably lost a lot of money. Teams. He rarely won. I don't know what he was doing. He spent a lot of money. He won once, like 10K. That's the thing is all you all it takes is one of those to hit really big and you can win a lot of money. But it's it's a fucking racket, dude. There my brother did it. My brother did it years ago. He had a lineup with like OBJ and all these guys who went off. And he was gonna pick, I think it was Jimmy Hetty. He picked like Dawson Knox or somebody instead of picking like or maybe not Dawson Knox. He picked somebody instead of picking Jimmy Graham and he switched it. And had he not swapped it, he would have been in like a tier where he would have made like 15 to 20 grand instead. I think he made like 700 bucks. Well, that's the thing is that those the guys who, the guys who win <laughs> like the million dollar, you know, entry pools on the weekly, like their lineup is just so ridiculous. Like the fact that they picked a guy who nobody else is going to pick and he just goes off and has this random week where he scores three touchdowns, usually a tight end. It usually yeah. is a tight end or, you know, some awkward receiver who doesn't, you know, catch a lot of balls, but for whatever reason, he had three touchdowns that week and that's how it goes. So that's how you win those big, big pots. It is a lot of fun though, when you got your guys and your teams and then they someone catches the touchdown or whatever, it's a big run, and you go and look at the standings and you yes. were one hundred yeah. and then you just jumped up to like fifty thousand. It's a lot of fun. I, I like it. Um I don't do them anymore, but I, I do fucking I used to love them. Um give me that's a great question. This one's coming from Ray Schmitz. Give me a good buy sell for this year's rookie class for running backs. I would for, I'll running, buy for running backs or just the rookie class in general. It can be it can be anybody if you want, just the rookie class in okay. general. Okay. I mean, you got to put Bijan Robinson amongst the top. I mean, in terms of how much, it, yeah, I would buy him just in terms of how much, how much action he's going to get, and how many carries he's going to get consistently. I, I, you know, you don't draft a running back that high as a team if you're not going to plan on playing him. So I, I would think that he's going to be heavily integrated within the offense. So just for that reason alone, I would put him a, as a buy. I mean, yeah. that's obvious, but I, I just think sometimes don't overthink it, you know? Yeah, I think everyone's going to be really high on Bijan Robinson. He's like the he's the darling rookie of this class. I feel like he's the number one guy getting most talk. Him and Anthony Richardson, the quarterback out of Florida, who plays for the Colts. Um, but I, I, I'm going to buy Jordan Addison. Uh, the receiver from Minnesota. I think he has a big year because obviously of the guy who plays next to him, you know, Justin Jefferson, if you're a receiver who wants to like potentially have seasons to earn like a gigantic contract, maybe elsewhere as a free agent, the guy you want to play next to right now is probably Justin Jefferson because all the attention is going to be focused on him and you could really 
you know, carve your own path. So I think Jordan Addison is going to be a big one for Minnesota. And then my sell, I'm going to sell Bryce Young from the Carolina Panthers. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any reason to invest in this guy in terms of fantasy. He's a quarterback that I believe should probably go undrafted maybe in most drafts um, and maybe a stream option if he proves otherwise, but Granted, it was against one of the better defenses in the league against the Jets, but I saw a team that could not block, and I saw a, a quarterback that's I I believe is he's he'll have his weeks where he does really well because he's athletic and he, he's a talented kid, and I think he's a leader, and I think he will be good eventually, but not this year. So I'm 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 going to be out and buying very low on on Bryce Young's stock this year, and all rookie quarterbacks for that matter. I, I think really, C.J. I really Stroud think is going to struggle immensely. Well, yeah, he looked really bad against the Patriots. He looked, I mean, he looked really, really bad. bad. But again, another quarterback who's a rookie who has nobody to throw the ball to and his offensive yeah. line could not block worth a lick, and that's a disastrous situation for a rookie. I know because I saw it with Justin Fields. It's a bad situation to put your guy in. Would you really. – where would you put Jameer Gibbs? Because I think he, oh, he's on. another guy. Okay. Oh, that's okay. That might be tickets. Guy. Now you're by. Yeah, I know he's selling. a Lions guy. Oh, you're sell. selling Gibbs. I'm, I'm selling Gibbs. Wow. I'm it's not a bad. Gibbs. It's not a bad sell. I'm selling sell. him for a lot of the. I just didn't love him in at Alabama. I mean, I know he was fantastic, but he was in a great system. And I'm also selling him partly because I don't. Everyone's got so much faith in the Lions. I've seen enough travesty happen to the Lions. I don't trust that organization to take care of him well and, and the way that he needs to be taken care of. I think they're going to throw him to the Wolves. And I think the Lions will find a way to to fucking crumble, man. And I they just paid David Montgomery, too. I mean, they're not going to pay David Montgomery that money and not run run the football. I know. I, know, I, mean, and I, I just don't think Jameer Gibbs. He's still got some juice minutes. left, too, Montgomery. He does, just not for the price they paid, but he does. No. No. Jake, who's your buy? And they did that. They did that the other year with your uh, with your boy from the Packers, Joe. What was his name? Oh yes, yes, yes. They Everybody's love, favorite, yeah, Joe, yeah, Jamal yeah. Williams. Yeah, but Jamal he had, he had what seventeen touchdowns last yeah, year. Yeah, he was great. He yeah. was great. He was that great. Guy. Oh great. my god, great. that guy was banging guys who got DeAndre Swift. And he's the best interview you can buy. Yeah, the best. He is, so good. He's a, he's a team player. He's a great guy. Yeah, so he is. Good. He is. And then I was going to go for my buy. I was going to go Anthony Richardson. That's the way I was going to go. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he's a physical freak, Richardson. Uh, the issue I have with him is I, I think fantasy wise ticket, we're just talking strictly fantasy. I could see him doing well. Uh, but just in terms of success as a quarterback in the league, um, I watched a lot of Florida football last year because one of my buddies is big time Florida guy. And I always like watching the Gators. I, I always thought they're a good team to watch. Um he really, really was inconsistent completion percentage wise. Yes, he has those plays where you're just like, holy shit, this right. guy is the best thing I've ever seen. Literally, he's that incredibly talented. I just worry about his consistency as a as a as an NFL caliber quarterback. But fantasy wise, he should post good numbers. Well, I tell you his why straight I like line speed fantasy. is tremendous. He's yeah. He's, He's I like him good. for fantasy because I think with Jonathan Taylor, they're going to work Taylor down the field a lot of the time. And he's going to be in a lot of first and goal situations, a lot of second goal situations. And I think he's going to a lot like Jalen Hurts. Obviously, not nobody's tackling him by the goal line. He's six, I, four. He's I six, four. He's going to get a lot of rushing touchdowns. Nobody's yeah. going to tackle him. I think he's Nobody. going to get a lot of that. And he's going to, you're going to get some value there with him. Yeah. So I like him to buy. Mikey V, I have a question for you quickly um, while we're talking uh, rookies. 
Jackson Smith and Jigba, do you think he's – I mean, I you got to think playing alongside Metcalf and Lockett, he's going to open up as a third third receiver. Yeah, he's he should do, he'll dominate the slot. He doesn't even need to be a slot receiver, but the fact that he's in the slot makes him even more attractive, I think, as a target. Uh, he could become like a safety blanket type of safety valve for uh, for Geno Smith. My only concern is that Geno Smith, after that year last year, I, I mean, is he really going to repeat the same success again this year? I have we just super. all been fooled by Geno Smith, and now all of a sudden Geno Smith is a, a really good NFL quarterback? Maybe. I, I don't know. The NFL is fucking weird, but that's my concern with Jackson Smith and Jigba is not so much his play. It's really what is G, is Geno Smith going to be as successful, and is Carroll going to open the offense up a little bit? Because you're talking about a guy who wants to run the ball 90% of the time. This yeah, guy well, just Rashad wants to pound, Penny, pound, pound. going to be good this year. Yeah, so Ken I, Walker, Penny. I mean, you know, they got they got guys, but... Geno's going to throw 15 interceptions this year. Tick, he's a mountaineer. He's your, he should be one of your guys. I saw, I saw him do it there at West Virginia, too. <laughs> Every time you start trusting that guy and you let him the thing is because he can't be trusted when you keep him tightly locked and you only let him do run the same five plays or whatever he's good but then when you start trusting him and he starts making some big plays and you open up the playbook to him he makes mistakes and he always does that and i think you're going to see that this year i could be wrong i could be wrong but you give him another great weapon like that they're going to let him air it out a little bit i i look to see a lot of picks from that guy this year guy man <laughs> <laughs> all right I, I think i don't I don't think penny's on the team anymore i think i think no. penny was a free agent i think the bears picked him up i think it's walker and then charbonnet i think oh I think charbonnet penny's from gone. ucla is a really he was a stud last year i think yeah i think penny's gone i think the bears got penny i'm almost positive let me look all right. i'm looking right now <laughs> All right. Well, while for the Philadelphia up, Eagles, Rashad Penny. Okay, then know. the Bears got the, the Bears. Got, the Bears got another running back from Seattle. I forget who, but not a starter. Not a, he's like a fourth string guy. So yeah, I just forget who it was. Yeah. All right. Well, good question there. Um, next one comes from David Klitsch. Third pick, CMC and Justin Jefferson off the board. Standard league. Uh, who are you taking? Joey D. Uh, you know, I, in our league, it's standard league, right? Ah, fuck. I, I might go with, I, I said, I love Chubb. I, I think I would go Nick Chubb. I love, I love everything about him. He's, he's I an integral him. part of the offense. He gets a ball a lot. And, and I mean, I know some people want to go receivers. Um, I'm, I'm a traditional guy. Give me a running back. It's either that, or I'm taking the first quarterback off the board, but I think, you don't need to – I don't think you need to, to reach that high for a quarterback in a standard league. Now, in a 2QB league, like um, like a super flex league like us, I'd almost go for a guy like Hertz or Mahomes, you know. But in a standard league, I, I'd give me Chubb. Give me Chubb at, at three. Mikey V? Yeah, I go Jamar Chase. I, I just uh, – Jamar Chase to me, um, him and him and Justin Jefferson are like 1A, 1B. Um and I just I I know Burrow with the uh, with the ankle that's a concern for some people um, that it could be or the, excuse me the calf not the ankle the calf um, I know that's a concern for some people but I just don't see it you know lingering too far into the season at least I I hope not I think he'll be fine I think he'll play through whatever he's got to play through um, it may affect his mobility more than it's going to affect anything else but. 
the fact that he's got T Higgins and Jamar chase uh, out there catching balls. I mean, and Tyler Boyd, I mean, he's just got an embarrassment of riches in Cincinnati. So um, I just think Jamar chase another year of that chemistry. I, I just think he'll have a tremendous year. So I would, I would go chase. I agree. Hey. That's exactly where, where I was going. I was going to go Jamar chase. I would consider Nick Chubb. I re- just, cause I really like him. I would consider Austin Eckler. I would consider Stefan Diggs, but I think by the time the the clock, you know, hits zero, I'm going, I'm going Jamar Chase. The kid's just too fucking talented. And like Mikey V said, another year with that chemistry, they're just getting better and better, getting yeah. to know, you know, the back of their hand. It's, 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 it's child's play, I think, with the two of them. Um, all right, great question. Next one comes from William, no last name, just William. For a 12-man league, is there a certain draft strategy you guys like? Mikey? uh yeah um 12 man league i think you you keep the quarterback later in the back of your mind a little bit um because 12 man league you got to remember running backs the depth is going to evaporate very quickly in a 12 man league uh, i'm talking like outside the first four rounds it's it's it gets very dicey um if you don't if you don't consider the running back and the wide receiver position early on you have to um, so yeah, I would say running back early if the elite receivers, the elite tier receivers. So I'm talking about Hill, Chase, Jefferson, pretty much those three guys. And then there's there's another, you know, crop of guys right under that. Devontae Adams is in there yeah. too. Yeah, I don't know about Devontae this year. I don't know about Devontae really this year. Like, I, like I just hate that. Right? I hate that situation in, in Oakland or in Las Vegas, unless unless Garoppolo gets the gets axed quickly for Aiden O'Connell. Cause I think they got a better shot with Aiden O'Connell. I loved Aiden O'Connell at Purdue. I thought he was fucking awesome at Purdue. Um, obviously I watch a lot of big 10 football because my team plays in the big 10. This kid is good. He looked good in the preseason game. Preseason means shit. I know that, but I worry about Devontae. But anyway, well, um, also Devo the- Samuels, another one in there too. For high wide receiver, yeah, there's another guy. I mean, yeah, he was fucking. I did, but he was amazing. He was my wide receiver three, though. I mean, you know, I got very fortunate where I was able to get him, and you know, I already had my two top dogs. I mean, with Tyreek Hill and and Justin Jefferson, that'll never happen again as long as I live. Having those three guys on the same team, there's no way. So all I'm saying is, if you're in a 12 man league and that those top tier really top flight wide receivers are gone. You really got to consider running back uh, early in my opinion, because again, like I said, and Joe kind of to what you said before, like I get tickets strategy with the streaming and stuff, but that does make life very difficult. Whereas you could kind of put it on a little bit more cruise control. If you have some stability there, especially in a league where you're, you know, most leagues you're mandated to start two running backs every week, no matter what, it's just the crop is just so much thinner of guys that are reliable for consistent points as opposed to to wideouts. So uh, if those elite top guys are gone, I would consider the running back sooner Here's than a wild take. Here's a wild take for me. If you if you're if you're sitting like towards the mid to like lower tier, like first round pick, and you're looking at like the top three running backs and receivers, the guys that we've all mentioned are gone you should do yourself a favor and get Travis Kelsey as soon as you possibly can, because there is no player as 
dominant at his position than Travis Kelsey, with the exception of maybe Kittle, but that guy's been banged up for years now. Travis Kelsey is is it's like having another wide receiver one on your team, and Mahomes is just going to continue to pepper him. Um, especially maybe, so even, with, maybe even more so this even year. Even more now. They, they lost Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, Justin I mean, Justin Ross got carted off the field today at practice. I believe he had his leg wrapped, so he's he he could be out. I don't know the extent of the injury, but I do know he's carted. I off would today. try to start getting Kelsey after say like Jefferson McCaffrey's gone, Chubb is gone, Eckler's gone, and then Chase and one more. Like if you're six seventh pick. You should be eyeing Travis Kelsey. I, I just, I just think, and, and I have not done it. And I've always said I want to do it. And then every week when you're up against him, the guy just fucking goes off. He doesn't have off weeks. No, um, not really. I mean, you, and then, and then, I mean, it seems like every other week or every third week, he goes for like three touchdowns, two or three touchdowns minimum. You know, that that's just, he's going to be he great again this year. So that would be my, that might be my advice. I mean, it depends where you're at. If you're, in a top pick, then, you know, you got to go for your studs. But I, I do think if you're a middle to lower end pick and you have an opportunity to get that guy on your team, I wouldn't think twice. Yeah, that's a lot of what I was going to say. I mean, I, but Travis Kelsey is sort of the only guy like that. You mentioned Kittle and I think you, you waved off him, but much like. Uh, no, there's a very large gap between Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and the next exactly. Guy. And a lot of it's very just because of the gap. situation he's in. You know, I, I like Kittle a lot and I think he's very talented and he's worth a high draft pick if he had a better quarterback and a better system going on there. But he doesn't. Um, I, I also just like, I mean, Mikey V already mentioned it. I, I do like waiting on the running backs a lot. So I would just keep I just keep peppering those those wide receivers, man. Just keep taking them off the board, make people pressure, pressure the guys there. And, um, but if you're not going to be a waiver wire dog, if you're not going to be a free agency guy, if you're just going to be checking your team every once in a while, then maybe go with the running back, go with the running back early and get, make sure you got a guy. But if you're a waiver wire dog and you can stream these guys, if you pay attention, it's possible to do it. Um, but yeah, just go maybe like an AJ Brown or a Devonta Smith. You know, there's a lot of guys out there. There's a lot of good wide receivers. I would just keep peppering that wide receiver train. I, another thing, Tick, just to, to go based off that, if you're active, like some players are active with trades and 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 moves throughout the league, and you see that there's a clear gap and you need a running back and there's a clear gap, and instead of forcing yourself to pick one, load up on a position. Like, don't be afraid to go and you have one or two really good wide receivers. Go and get another one because you know what? A week or two – in two three weeks in you're gonna have somebody who needs a wide receiver one and you might have two or three of them and then you could go back and you can make a trade you can get that running back that wasn't available at the time and it can work out for you so i'm a big i'm a big fan of if you see if there's like the guys that you're looking to get are off the board and you feel like you're reaching to get a running back at a certain spot load up on another position and then you know what you can stash those guys you could do what ticket says. You could play the waiver wire, get some some young guys out there, but then you'll always have an opportunity to turn around and flip one of those high end wide receivers and get a running back on the on the on the receiving end as well. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, good question, William. Next one comes from Zach Wilson. Got a lot of time oh. on his hands now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> twelve man lead PPR, two flexes, 
At what point do you start thinking about drafting a tight end? Joe and I just sort of touched on this, but Mikey V, when are you thinking about drafting a tight end, 12-man league, PPR, couple flexes? Yeah, I would say 12-man league, PPR, two flexes. If you're at pick seven or eight and Travis Kelsey is still on the board, I think you have to you you have to take Travis Kelsey at that point. I think that's when you, that's when you start. So if you're pick seven or later and Travis Kelsey is available, then I'm going to assume that Justin, it's a PPR league. So I'm going to assume Justin Jefferson's gone. Jamar Chase is gone. McCaffrey's gone. Tyreek Hill's gone. Uh, And then maybe Eckler or Cup is gone. Uh, Kelsey's next man up there. He could be next man up now. He may go sooner than that. Some guy may take him sooner than that. Don't be shocked if that happens. And then the issue is, is that your next best tight end is really Mark Andrews. Um, and but the drop off really where where Andrews is on the pecking order in terms of overall tiers, I mean he's more of an early third guy. He's an earlier late third guy. So now you got to wait. Now you got to wait. You can't you can't you know rush it there. So uh, you really have to see how it falls. You have to see how it falls. But if you're pick seven or later and Travis Kelsey is still there and it's a PPR league, I would say you have to make that decision right then and there. You have to. And then I don't know how his flex positions work. I don't know if it's RB, tight end, wide receiver. I'm assuming so for both slots. Um, I'm assuming so, but it may not be. But Kelsey has to be the pick if if that's your situation. Yeah, I mean, the thing is waiting too long. I mean, I know, like Mikey V said, there's a huge drop off after Kelsey. But man, after you get past those first three or four tight ends overall, it's a you got to hit on one. You got to really. Well, get Dawson one. Knox is a guy him. that you could get lucky with. I don't know Cotter. about Knox this year because there's a guy named Dalton Kincaid out in Buffalo. I know and this yeah. kid could fucking play, bro. This kid is the real deal. He's a stud coming out of Utah. He is. He is as 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 he's raw, but he's as talented as they come for for a tight end and and. He's going to be really good. You know who I, I used to love? Really good. And he got, always got fucking hurt was Darren Waller. Maybe if he could stay healthy in New with York the Giants, with the yeah. Giants, yeah. Yeah. he could yeah. be. Uh, but again, all those guys, you're waiting. There's no need. Oh, you're waiting. Yeah, you're, you're, waiting. Waiting. you're waiting. You're waiting yeah. way down. Like yep. you ain't. Mark Andrews, maybe like you said, fourth, third, fourth round. But we can get good value on a TJ Hawkinson who's, you know, in a, you know he's an upper tier tight end now. But what but the can problem happen is, is there's upper tier tight ends and then there's Travis Kelsey. That's the issue. What can happen sometimes, man, is once someone starts, you know, a couple later rounds yeah, later, it starts a run. run. It starts you a make run. your pick, you pick yeah. a wide receiver that you like, yep. and then the next guy starts that snowball yeah. effect of the yep. tight end. And then you find yourself 10 picks later. You're happens with quarterbacks oh. all the time. Every oh. time, every time oh. someone drafts a quarterback in a particular round, the floodgates open and everyone starts panicking. They got to pick a quarterback. Because well, God forbid year, if, if two go in a row. Then last year a lot of guys took flyers on Kyle Pitts and they got fucking burned. Did they got yeah, burned I mean, badly? I took, I took Pitts high last year in one league. I did, and uh, yeah, it sucked. Yeah, I mean, dude, once you get past obviously Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews, Goddard, I mean, it's Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah, there. yeah. It's it's slim, man, and it gets it gets cold and dark and scary. And that happened. To me. <laughs> know, yeah, really long, does. long gone are the days of Antonio Gates, Gronkowski, and uh, Tony Gonzalez. You know what I mean? Sure. When all the all those guys were playing at the same. I mean, you legitimately had 
you know, four studs at the tight end position, like legitimate, like no brainer studs. And that's not the case anymore. So. Yeah, man. And you don't want to be streaming all year with a tight end. No. no. Work with no, running back. Goddard's a good but option. A tight end. I, I actually like oh, Goddard's, Goddard's, Goddard's. Goddard's a top flight tight end. He's nice. a top yeah. flight tight end. He's the tier below Kelsey, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I would, I would consider taking him over Kittle. Not that he's better than Kittle. He's like not better, but I get what you're saying. I, yes, yes, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Um. All right, good question. You know what, Mikey V? I have a quick question. Take two seconds to answer it if you want. Mm-hmm. It's a little off topic, but it. Mm-hmm. Kyle Trask, I've been waiting for you. The Trask master? For just someone to give him an opportunity. Just give him a chance. No one does. I loved him out of college. I thought he was going to get a start almost right away. Florida, another Florida guy. They just keep not giving him the ball. And it, I'm starting to get a little frustrated. Well, now you got crybaby Baker over there. And, you know, crybaby <laughs> Baker is going to get his way. You know, a guy who, uh, you know, touted himself to be this, you know, great quarterback, which he was in college. It's great. There's a million great quarterbacks that play the college game. Give it some time, and I think you're going to see Trask get an opportunity this year. I, I think you will. In because while, it ain't going to be Baker. It ain't going to be while. Baker. Well, no, we, still like, we still like Baker. He's a friend of the pod. I don't care what he's a friend of. <laughs> he personally offended me when he's planted the Oklahoma flag at the Ohio State 50. <laughs> it was short-sighted. It was classless. He forgot, I guess, that the year before in Norman, Oklahoma, when the Buckeyes rolled into the town and curb stomped them 42 to 10 or whatever it was. It was a curb stomping the year before. But he's got he's got amnesia. He's a friend of the program. Good for Baker. Happy for him. Good luck to you this season, Baker. But look for Trask in the middle of the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Good question, Zach. Uh, next one comes from Owen Gossner. With B. John Robinson listed as third running back on initial depth chart, do you see a problem drafting him top five? Mike? Top five? Top five. I- top five is a gamble. Again, oh. are we taught if it's a traditional league, it's less than a gamble. If it's a PPR league, it's it's a bigger gamble. It's a gamble either way, though. This is this is a gamble either way. They that like, offense isn't they, good. That's the problem. That's one problem. They really like Tyler Algier. He was really good player for them. Uh, so that could be slight contributing of another problem. Now, obviously, where they drafted Bijan Robinson, you know, the fans are gonna they're gonna they're gonna get him his touches. He's gonna get his. But yeah, another point that Joe just said, the team is pretty stinky. Like it's not a good team, right? Yeah. So well, Desmond Ritter's their quarterback. I mean, like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing to be excited about there. Well, I mean, Bijan Robinson is something that people want now, to get excited I will say, about. I do like Drake London. I think he's going to have a, a decent year this year. I Take it disagrees. I will. He's one of those guys that I, I wonder if I'm going to keep waiting for him to have his moment and it just might not keep coming. You know what I mean? And I kind I mean, of on paper, listen, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, like Cordero Patterson. Cordell Patterson had a great year last year. It was they, awesome. They definitely have talent on paper. It's just in the NFL, if you don't have a quarterback, you're, you're not going anywhere. You're not. You may make you may, if your team is like superb on the defensive side of the ball and you have some good talent on offense. You could get away with a bad quarterback up until a certain point. You could even make the playoffs, but eventually that bug comes to bite you because the quarterback's got to go out and win a game when it counts. And if you got some guy that can't do it, you, you that's it. The, the, that's the end of the road. And I think 
you know, right now the, the Falcons are going to have to figure out what's going on. Maybe Ritter, maybe Ritter has a good year this year. I don't know, but I doubt it. I doubt it too. I doubt it. Really I'm not rooting against him. Um, no, we're not. Ritter. Um, all right, boys, we got a ton of questions here. I'm going to start, you know, cherry picking here instead of going right in order, just, just to get to some ones that I really like. Um, next question comes from JD. Uh, keep Devontae Adams or Garrett Wilson for a keeper league. Of those two, who are you keeping? I mean, I know who I'm keeping. Joey the, Day? The, the sexy the answer is Devonta Adams. The correct answer is Garrett Wilson. Uh, see, I disagree. I think the sexy answer is probably people would say Devonta Adams, but I, I believe the correct answer is That's Garrett. what I said. Oh, sexy, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I meant reverse. I, I the think the sexy answer this. is Devonta Adams. The correct answer is to keep Garrett Wilson. I, I, I would think people would say the opposite, though. I think people would say the sexy thing is the trendy guy, the offensive rookie of the year. Now he's got Aaron Rodgers playing with him. But I that is the that correct Devonta answer. Adams that is the a, correct answer. A, a higher name and weight. Oh, he definitely does. But this but is the up and coming. Aaron Rodgers is the fucking man. And Aaron Rodgers is going to sling the ball. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers is. Objectively, is, he's the fucking man. Objective. He is. I'm sorry. I I have. I think he's going to be fucking awesome this year. I really I do. do I do too. And Aaron Rodgers, to his credit, and you know, again, the quarterback situation in Vegas is shaky. Uh, Devontae's interest could be shaky. I'm not so certain that it's not um, how bought in he is to this this Raiders team. That there's always always something going on that's stinky around that team. Something's always going. On. So that concerns me. Garrett Wilson is younger. Garrett Wilson is as good a route runner as you will ever see out of Texas to Ohio state. I remember he was, he was such a good player in college, him and Alave together. He, he is a, a superb, clean, crisp route runner. This is not a typical rookie or second year receiver. And with Aaron there now, and with, with, with Lazard there and with all the pieces that they've added um, in the off season that yeah, Cobb's a locker room guy who will help him out in ways off the field Study, Don't forget, Michael Hardman is a guy who can get deep too. Michael like Cole Hardman is a burner. McCall Hardman's a burner. You know, and I think uh, not taking anything away from McCall Hardman, I think I think he is a good player. I think one of those guys who kind of like was expected that he was going to do a little bit more as a receiver. He's kind of was like a gadget guy almost in KC. Um, but yeah, Garrett Garrett's the man. Garrett Wilson is the man, and I I think dynasty wise he's the younger guy you gotta go get you gotta go with he could he could be on your roster for the next four seasons if if you don't have to give out that high of a round pick that's exactly where i was going with it too uh garrett wilson for me that's a simple one i I don't like anything about what's going on over there in vegas yeah it's bad. i don't see Devontae as talented as he is i do like aiden o'connell but oh there you go. Like Aiden. He ain't playing, but he, Mikey likes it. <laughs> Listen, he, he, I bet you it is. He might be playing my Halloween tick. That's true. Garoppolo always finds my Halloween. Tick, you normally stand up for Garoppolo. I love Garoppolo because you know, want, want to know why? It's because he's a winner. You can always count on him to win, and you can always count on him to get hurt. But before he gets hurt, he'll win. You can um, always count on him not to be able to do special things, though, in the biggest moment. He can't. Yeah, but he wins. He wins he football games, Mikey. He wins. He wins football he games. He also loses football games. You know. You know. You not many. You know who. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. There's a lot great. of talented guys out there who make a lot of special plays and can't can't win. And I think conversely, Garoppolo has always been a guy who who doesn't make special plays, 
but can win. You know, that's yeah, fair. it's fair. I think it is fair. It's fair. Exactly. I, it's fair. Um, all right. Thank you for that one, JD. AJ, AJ Gorell asks Michael Thomas from New Orleans bounce back year with a new QB. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I Derek Carr. Derek Carr looked fucking again preseason. It was, oh. but it was the Chiefs and the Chiefs and the Saints both played their starting quarterbacks. Mahomes played, Carr played. So don't tell me. I mean, it meant a little bit more. I feel like this one felt like more of like a real kind of vibe to it um, because of that. I think Michael Thomas could have a big bounce back year, and the reason the reason being is because he's playing across the field from Chris Olave, and Chris Olave, much like Garrett Wilson, is going to demand. And by the way, I'm talking about three Ohio State guys now: Michael Thomas, Olave, and Garrett Wilson. But Olave and 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 Michael Thomas, I think that's the perfect situation for him to come back into. He's got a guy now where the defense is going to mostly be focused on where's Chris Olave every time he's on the field, which is going to be every play. I think Carr's a veteran quarterback who could get the ball out. I think Carr is not terrible by any means. I think he's a serviceable NFL quarterback. So I, I do think that Thomas, I think Thomas could be set up for, for a nice little bounce back year. Is he going to hold up physically? I don't know. But if he does, I think he could have a very decent year. I do. I I wouldn't I would temper in a shitty division, might I add, very shitty oh, division. I would temper expectations. Anytime you're out that long, it's hard to get back into it. It's just I mean, you look, you saw, you saw the same thing with Deshaun Watson last year. Now, obviously, he's a quarterback; it's a bit different. But when you miss that much time and you try to come back, it's not it's not that seamless. So you, you know, you're not wrong. You, you know, you might not be wrong, Mikey V. He might he might be good, but. I would I would put a flyer on him at best. I would not be putting eggs oh, in the, yeah, in the Michael not, Thomas basket. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, you're not going to pick him up in you're a not late round. Reach for Michael Thomas. I mean, we're not talking about reaching for him, but certainly if he's there in a the late round, he's he's he's, he's worth a like flyer. Eight, just as you said, Joe's worth pick, a flyer. Seventh round pick, probably later than that for me. Yeah, I don't even. I do like him though. I th- I think he will have a good year as well. I mean, you know, we're just talking about Garoppolo and how all he does is win. Derek Carr is a guy who <laughs> always finds a way to lose. This guy always finds a way to lose football games, but he does do it in style and he scores a lot of points. He just finds a way to lose late. So I'll I, never forget. Michael Thomas will have a nice year. Don't I'll never forget up, the one time. Don't bring it up, Joe. Prize picks we had needed Derek Carr to rush for five <laughs> yards. The <Yeah>. last <laughs> might have last- been four. I think it was five or four. The last play of the game, he was running. No one around him yeah. and slides when the player is like two, three yards away from him so yeah. that he wouldn't get touched. Yeah. And we lost by half a yard. Yeah. Yeah. That guy was dead to me at that, that yeah. moment in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst beat I've ever seen. That, that was, that was, that was one of the worst. Yep. Sure was. <laughs> guys, guys, spineless. Yeah. 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 Not wow. wrong. Okay, spineless. <laughs> Seems like a good guy, though. But yeah, good guy, but spineless. But good yeah. guy. Um. All right. Thanks for that one. We're gonna jump to Jacob Dahl here. What round do you believe Jalen Hurts will be drafted? I guess or should be drafted. Depends on what league you're in. He's gonna be drafted. Uh, yeah, it depends if there's like late a first, early second. Like... You like him would... in a late first? I I think if you if you're if you're like a 12th pick, for example, or like 11th pick, and you know you're getting a couple picks back to back, to me, 
to me, I said this earlier, Jalen Hurts to me is the best quarterback that you can have in fantasy football. I think he's better than, than Mahomes. I think he's better than Josh Allen. I think he's better than Burrow. Uh, just because of how many rushing touchdowns this guy gets every yeah. single game. Yeah. I, I, I would say second round pick for sure. I, w- I, w- I would try to get him. I think that he's going to get severely overdrafted in a lot of leagues by people who are just obsessed with him now. But I do think that he's he's a top three fantasy quarterback in his sleep easily. But it depends on the league format and scoring. Yes. And uh, he's going to, like I said, I think he'll get overdrafted some places, but he should not go later than round four in any league. He shouldn't go later than round four. He's got to get drafted in the top four rounds easily, I would think. I, I can't see a world where he lasts longer than the third round in most cases. So by fourth round, he's going to be gone. I would guess in most every league, especially 12 man league. He's definitely 12 man league. He's a 12 man league for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love Jalen hurts, but I'm a little skeptical on him this year. I don't think he's going to have as good a year. I hope he does. He's my guy. I don't think it's going to be like last year. Um, That being said, I like quarterbacks early. I just might not go with him. If he stays healthy, I don't see why he wouldn't though. tick. If he stays healthy, because the team on offense is still just as great as last year. Yeah, great offensive they line. Think they'd yes. only be better. It's just such a tall. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Time. I mean, he had an outstanding year, up, so too. that's true. But to me, the Eagles aside, the only Good. team that is close to the Eagles in the NFC is the Niners. I, I think the Eagles are far and above the best team in the NFC. I agree. I mean, listen, man. I I don't. I also don't like taking too many guys on my own team. I I just. I find <laughs> um. And I just. There's just too. There's a lot of hype around him, man. And he's the kind of guy who can handle it and and not let it get to his head and still work hard. But I just. I just don't like all the hype around him. That usually spells travesty. I don't. I don't like that. Um. But yeah. I mean, I'm going quarterback in the first round. Whether if if you like him oh, one overall, I I would do it. Yeah, like you said, later in the first round, but. I don't mind that. That's what I'm going to do. Um, all right. Good question. Uh, next one comes from Owen Wendell. Do we like snake draft as preferred method of draft and how much time per pick? Mike, I've always done snake draft. Joey D? You I've always done. Snake I've always, I've never done anything aside from snake draft in, in my, in all of my leagues. And, and to answer how much time per, per pick, I think you should have like, Three three minutes, three four minutes tops. Four minutes. Wow, four minutes is on ESPN. It's two minutes. I think that that's a little quick. Four minutes. Four minutes. Four minutes. We did a fucking live fantasy draft every year with my other league, and this thing takes like five and a half hours to do. Yeah, it, it's that. it's outrageously that, oh, long. We oh, take I a pizza it. break in between. Oh, I love it. But yeah, I, I think if you're if you're trying to be pressed for time, I think three minutes is a good time per pick. You yeah, well, be- I, I think in the league that I play in, I think it's three minutes for the first two rounds, and then it's a minute 30 for the rest of the draft. That's Love the way that. we do it. And, and Snake, obviously, I, I mean, I've never drafted any other way. Any other way to me would be uncivilized, as Charles Barkley would say. You did snake back when you were drafting on composition notebooks, Mike. No, dude, I don't even fucking remember how he drafted back then. Who knows how he drafted back then? They were drafting with Morse code. Yeah. <laughs> smoke signals. Smoke signals. Carrier pigeons. Carrier pigeons, yeah. 
All right, gentlemen, um, how, yeah. how we feeling? We still going? You want to keep? Yeah, revving? we could we could fire through a few more. So, yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm I, I could go all day with this. I could answer. Well, all. well, let's let's just. Oh, I'm just saying. I, I just wanted to gauge where the boys are at. Mikey V, how you holding up? I'm holding up. I got to get up at five though. I got I got an hour. All right, with we'll, the we'll, stairmaster. We'll, we'll, do. we'll yeah. rip through like four or five, four more. We can answer more as fine. well. Um, fine, all right, fine. this comes from J Seven Eleven. Uh, I have the number two overall pick in a 12-team PPR league. Who should I draft? Uh, McCaffrey or Jefferson? You think? Yeah, but who who are you going to go with? It depends who goes one. Whoever goes one, yeah. you take the other. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, I don't think you could go wrong with Jefferson. Obviously, you're number two. So Jefferson, CMC, or Jamar Chase. Perfect. All right. This next one comes from Tim Dunn. Where are we with Deshaun Watson this year? I guess oh. let's go with a fantasy perspective on that. Yeah, I don't like him. I, I mean, listen, like not that I don't like him. I just am not high on Cleveland. I know a lot of people are very high on Cleveland. I think that that division is going to be very, very tough. That division is going to be very, very tough. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Baltimore. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not big on him. I would, I would, I would stay away personally. I wouldn't make the leap of faith with Deshaun Watson unless it's an it's a situation where he plummeted so low that it's like it would be a no brainer not to take him. But I would not be moving around or strategizing my draft uh, by moving around to get Deshaun Watson. Oh man, he wouldn't be on my radar, Joe. So honestly, I couldn't even answer that, that question for you because he's not even on my radar right now. I, if I saw Deshaun Watson's name passed round, uh, let's say nine, I would say, okay, maybe I have to consider it. That's what I would say. Well, here's the thing. He's not going to be worse than last year. Last year was as bad as he was going to be. He's got good pieces around him. And I think like the expectations are low. So you probably can get them at a pretty good bargain. I don't think anybody's going to be reaching to get Deshaun Watson this year. Um, he's, 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 he's interesting in a league like ours ticket where you have a super flex. If you could get him as a second quarterback, I think he could, he could be valuable. Yeah. If you have like a really good first quarterback, say you got like a Josh Allen or a Lamar Jackson or something like that, and you were able to get Deshaun Watson as your second QB, I think he could, I think he could be valuable for your squad. But yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to get him as your first guy. I to, to Mikey's point, I don't think you're you're expecting the world from him like you did in Houston. Yeah, from a fantasy perspective, I like him. I, I mean, like Mikey said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna strategize around him. But if you find yourself in a situation like we were talking about earlier and you just picked and and the QBs weren't going and you picked a wide receiver and then all of a sudden right after you, the QBs are falling off the board and it gets back to you and Deshaun's sitting there, I would I would very much – I would consider him. I would consider him. I mean, it doesn't All happen. right, let's do, let's do a little hurt. game. Would you guys rather have Deshaun Watson or Geno Smith? Ah, Deshaun. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Would you rather have Deshaun Watson or Derek Carr? Yeah, Deshaun. I keep yeah. I don't know. Yeah. thinking about it. No, I really Sean. I, I gotta tell you, Geno Smith's got a lot better, a lot better situation offensively. But yeah, I, again, you're naming quarterbacks that are not even in the in the in Deshaun the radar Watson realm or Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. 
Trevor Trevor Lawrence with a bullet. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence with Ticket a was thinking about bullet. it. No, no, I like Trevor too. I, I Trevor yeah. Lawrence. I mean, did you guys see how Trevor Lawrence ended the season last year? I'll be my guy, Mikey. You don't got to sell me. On I him. mean, yeah. I mean, it's Trevor Lawrence with a fucking bullet. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, yeah, Deshaun, he is what he is. If you find yourself in a in a pinch, man, take him. Don't don't strategize around him. Just don't do that. Tim. If you find yourself in a massage room with him. Be careful. <laughs> All, right. All right. Moving on. All right. We'll do a couple more. We'll do two more. We'll do uh, this one two comes more. from two more. Ken Witten. What Ken Witten. big players should I stay away from? I got shafted by Cam Akers hard last year. That's a good question. That's a, a good question. Players. What was that again? Uh, the, what big the players? Big players Cam right? Akers fucked yeah. him last year. I'll yeah. give you a couple names that I have as DND. You know what DND stands not for? Not, not Dungeons and Dragons. Do not no, no. draft. Najee Harris. Wow. Najee Harris. Wow. Two, Najee Harris in two years has averaged under four yards a carry his first two seasons in the NFL. Now, this season is a big year for him because after this year, the decision's got to get made if they're going to pick up that fifth-year option, right? If they're gonna if they're gonna start to consider picking up that fifth-year option. I don't like Najee Harris, and that's a big name. Miles Sanders. I don't think Miles Sanders yeah. is gonna is gonna ha- all of a sudden now, even though what he did, it took him a long time to do what he did with Philly consistently. Finally, and it's a bad offensive line in Carolina. It's a rookie quarterback in Carolina. Defenses. If I'm a defense in the NFL, we're stopping the run first, and then I'll worry about Bryce Young, right? So I'm gonna sell out, my, and I'm, that concerns me. And then last but not least, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is a big name that that I'm out on this year. Mike McCarthy calling plays concerns me very, very much. And this guy has not looked the same since that devastating injury on his MVP campaign year, uh, the level he was playing at before he was injured. I'm saying, obviously, MVP-like numbers he was putting up. That devastating ankle injury, he, he has not been the same player since that. And that, combined with the fact Kellen Moore is gone and fucking McCarthy is calling the play scares me uh, with, with Dak Prescott. So those are my three guys. Those would be the three names. I, big name guys that I would be very, very leery of. Very leery of. I'll give a couple. DeAndre Hopkins. I'd stay the fuck yeah. away from him. Yeah, he's old. I'll give a guy who you won't agree with, Mikey V, but I would tread carefully on the Cooper Cup train this year. Yeah. I don't. No, I, I don't disagree. I think the Rams are. I think the Rams are washed. I think the Rams. They, I, they sold their soul to win a Super Bowl. They won it, and I think their time's the over. Value the value that done. you're going to have to 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 pay to get a guy like Cooper Cup. Yeah, it's a first round. A it's injury, a first round pick. And Stafford is just is is not is not what he. Sh- He's a Stafford's not good, man. I, I don't like Stafford at all. Oh no, Stafford! Listen, Stafford, Stafford, Stafford's a borderline Hall of Fame quarterback. But I'm saying he's not. He he's on the no, down. He's washed. Uh, like I said, the Rams are washed. Be careful with anybody. Password <laughs> is washed though. He's he washed. Hurt. He's he washed. Hurt all of last year. Ticket, ticket, this guy. This guy. Washed. This guy has deeper issues washed. than that injury wise with his neck and his back. I'm telling you, he's washed. It's over from that stuff. You know who's another I, one too? I, another I, one who I think he had a much better season, and I think he's going to regress a lot. Is Joe Mixon. I don't. I don't think Joe Mixon is going to put up numbers like he did last year. Jolton Joe Mixon. 
Well, here's the problem, too. There's so many mouths to feed on that Bengals team. Yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton of people. Like the Seahawks. Feed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, those are three that I would I would say. Okay. Pick. Who do you, who do you, who do you not draft? I, I may can't. bet against the Rams every week this year. <laughs> I, I I think I think I just had a betting epiphany, and the Rams are going to be my the Rams target. are going to be my target team. I think the be Rams terrible. are going to be good. I want to make that very clear. I <laughs> also don't think that Matt Stafford is washed. I think he is. Tech. I really do. I mean, I really hey, do. It's it'll. Pay I think off. they're going. What? I think what they're going to stink. I no, think, of I course the Rams stink. are going to stink. I ain't. Say, I'm not saying that. But if Take you. Off the Rams, he, he may get. Benched. I love. I love Stafford. He may get benched. Love... Yeah, he may. Wow. Yeah, for Stetson Bennett. Stetson wow. Bennett. Wow, Stetson Bennett. Listen, oh yeah, he, he, you don't think the fans? You don't think the fans are going to start fucking begging for Stetson Bennett if Matt Stafford struggles the first month? No. I don't. Uh, you know what? You're right because they're shallow Los Angeles fans. They won't fucking. <laughs> they won't do shit. But you're right. Maybe. Um. All right. A couple names I'll throw out there is. Yeah, none of these guys are saying don't don't under no circumstances draft them. Just guys I don't think are going to perform and they're they're big names. One is Lamar Jackson. I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. Wow. I don't think Lamar's going to have a great year. I don't. That's I a ballsy take. I don't think it. Lamar's going to have a good year. No, I think he just got paid. Massive year. I think he's going to have a massive year if he stays healthy. He's going to. What happens when people get paid, off. Joseph? What happens when people get paid? True. True. Well, some, not a lot of some. talent to throw to either. I mean, he's not he's not working with rags. He's not working with riches over there. Um, he hasn't for years, Dick. I think he's got his best situation now he that stunk. he's ever had. Last year he stunk. Yes, I agree with that, Mikey. But uh, still not great. Still not working with with you know what Joe Burrow's working with by any means. Joe Burrow, I mean, that's, a, <laughs> that's an outlier. It, it, Joe it, Burrow's got the best run. receiving trio in football, arguably. A, he's not working with Buffalo's working. I mean, there's a lot. We were, oh, I don't know about you know, that, Tick. I, I don't know about that. I, I mean, no, Buffalo, Buffalo's I, got a better Bateman? receiving person. Stephon Diggs is hands OBJ. Yeah, you Mark think Andrews, you want to talk Mark about Andrews. washed? You want to talk washed like <laughs> oh, You're gonna say OBJ is a great talent for, for Lamar Jackson? You think he's gonna work better out? than what he had? We'll see about that. We'll see. This guy's a premium. You guys player. should make a wager on Lamar Jackson this year. Yeah, I think the Ravens are gonna be scary, bro. They I know. Do. I okay. don't know. All right. Anyway, right, who's your other? J- Jalen Waddle is another guy I don't I don't love this year <laughs> at all. I don't, I don't love him. I don't, I don't Why love him. though? For what reason? Is it personal? It has to be. I think Tua stinks. I think that often we've had this stinks. discussion. We've I think Tyree Kill is when when Tua does show up. I think Tyree Kill's getting all that action. Uh, I just don't love Waddle. I think he's going to have a fine year. I just if you're thinking of him as one of the better wide receivers out there, I don't I don't love him for that. George Kittle is another one. I'll just start railing these off. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Patrick Mahomes? No. <laughs> situation with George Kittle. I, I just don't think he's gonna he's gonna be a top tight end this year. When it comes from numbers, he's a great blocker. He does a lot of great things, and it won't be because he's not talented. I just don't love what's going on over there. I think I think Kittle has to have a massive year because I think Brock Purdy, his second year in the league, you know, came out of nowhere. Iowa State kid was great at Iowa State. Was a legend over there, but. For him to succeed in his second year, it, the most important thing for a quarterback second year is stability. And I think stability is synonymous with the tight end position, safety valve, safety blanket guy. 
If Kittle doesn't have a great year, then the Niners aren't going to have a great year. I think Kittle has to have a great year in order for Purdy to succeed as the one, or you're going to see Sam Darnold because it ain't going to be Trey Lance because Trey Lance stinks. So yeah, that's I don't how, like. Hey, the, I, I don't like the QB situation. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's our guy. The QB situation. Jim just wants it to be one of his guys. And Sam, Sam Darnold's a great guy. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing if at Sam all. Darnold ends up playing for them. I love my George Kittle washed up pick more more than ever. If Sam Darnold comes in. Wow. Hey, by the way, let's just call it speed speed. Sam Darnold through the first half of the season was a was a pretty st- stellar quarterback last year. You had a tough time getting that out of your mouth, didn't you? He had a good first three, four weeks. He was really good. He might yeah. have had a good first three quarters, from what I remember. No, I thought he was solid. No offense to Sam weeks. Darnold. I mean, you nice know. guy. Great nice guy. guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. Uh, then I have Zeke Elliott on there too. Obviously, he's already kind of been washed, but if people think he's going to be revitalized in New England. I just don't know. Yeah, no. And I see a lot of things like Ramondre Stevenson's production is going to drop because of Zeke Elliott. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, I mean, I do believe because Belichick is a nut that he'll use Elliott a lot, but I just don't see it. I just think Ramondre Stevenson's good enough. It won't really matter for him personally. I agree. All right, let's wrap it up with one last one. I like this one. We can keep it quick. Um, I know we want to get out of here, but Dan Brunel asks, who's a guy who you will forever be thankful for for helping you win a championship in fantasy? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I know mine, Jamal Charles. I made a trade years ago. Um, I made a trade. I don't remember who I gave up. I, this is back. I had Vic, Michael Vic, I think, or, or I, I had something like that. And I traded a bunch of guys and Jamal Charles was the guy that I was eyeing down and I got him in the, in the fantasy playoffs. I, I had him that week where he, he went off against the Raiders. I think he had like five touchdowns oh, and God. went bananas. He went, he had one of the best fantasy games of all time. I won against one of the better better guys in the league that year, and I went on to win the whole thing. Jamal Charles was my fantasy darling that year. Um, and then another guy, um, what's his name, from the Browns, the running back, uh, the, the bruiser running back who was on Madden. Um, oh, oh. What was his name? Um, white Payton guy? Hillis. Payton Hillis. Hillis. Yeah. <laughs> I had Payton Hillis one year. I didn't win the league, but he – I, I almost bought a jersey. I almost bought a Browns jersey. He was so fun to watch. He would rumble through fucking guys. And he brought my team, which was average at best. He brought my team far into the playoffs. I didn't win, but that year was the year Peyton Hillis. And I loved every minute of it. Those are two guys who really came through big for me in the past. All right. I'll go quickly. And then we can ra- wrap up here with Mikey V. Um, Hate him. He's a scumbag, but he he led me to the promised land. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Oh, spectacular. God. Had him a couple years in a row, and it was a special time to be alive. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mikey V? Uh, Rogers. Rogers, uh, Rogers won me like two titles at least over the years. I used to always draft Rogers. I mean, it, because I, my my whole theory on he that was his happiness. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for <laughs> I listen, and you won't find a bigger Aaron Rodgers guy than me right now. You won't. I love Aaron Rodgers. Why? Why do you love him so much? 
because I think he's great. I think he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. He really is. I hated it. I hated him because I had to hate him for so many years. It feels good to be able to let go of that hate. Like Yoda told Luke to let go of the hate. Yeah. It feels good. Feels do you good. feel more at peace now, Mikey V? I do, yeah. Now Jordan Until Love, Jordan now Love, Jordan Love can go and... fuck himself. No, don't start that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he looked good for his preseason game. Yeah, he looked great. Seven to ten. Seven to ten. He wasn't seven to ten. That wasn't a stat line. He completely seven to ten. hundred. He was like seventy nine yards and a touchdown. I don't know about that. I gotta look into it. Why would I I lie about that? I know Justin Fields didn't throw an incompletion and he had two touchdowns. I know that. Here he was. That that pass to DJ Moore was a shit pass, by the way. Sure was. (laughs) Sure was. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Touchdown. That that ain't gonna lead you to. Yeah, he was seven to ten. What? Seven to ten, one drive, forty-six yards passing, and a touchdown. Forty-six quarterback quarterback rating of one hundred and thirteen. I mean, that's all right, I guess. Two touchdowns, no incompletions, is better though. Oh yeah, well, when you throw a fucking screen pass to a guy who then get some more, get some guys who get some guys, get some guys with a little bit more athleticism, a little more pep in their step, a little bit of breakaway speed, and maybe you'd be getting touchdowns too, Joe. All right, let's do a wager. This guy was a better. Who has a better fantasy football season? Love or Fields? Passing. 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 That's how can you even answer that? Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Why don't you just say it has nothing to do with fantasy? Just say who has more passing yards at the end of the year. Just say that. I I, I started going down the fantasy route and then I realized yes, I you did. Fucked. And you were like, oh shit, Fields, Fields runs, runs like 200 yeah, yards. Yeah, he runs a game. like 150 yards a game. Passing yards. Mm-hmm. And passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Who has more at the end of the year? Your guy or mine? Fields. I'm going to go love. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure you will. You're such a prick, Joe. You used to dismantle Jordan Love. All you he hated love. Jordan Love. I, do, I did he hate Jordan Love. Now he's, he's forced to love him. him. He's forced to love him. I hated Jordan Love because it wasn't Jordan Love's fault. I hated Jordan Love because I hated front office. Because instead of going out and drafting a guy like T. Higgins, who would have fucking got us, helped us win a Super Bowl, they fucking moved up. They moved up in the first round to draft a quarterback when we had a guy who had back-to-back MVP seasons in him. There's no question that Brian Gutenkunst is a fucking idiot. There's no question about that. He's a, he's a, he, he manages that team like a fucking dinosaur. He's terrible. There's no question about it. But to say that, that drafting T Higgins would have gotten you, it might've gotten you closer. I, I, I don't, they needed to get Aaron They needed you tell me if Devonta Adams had T Higgins on the other side of the ball when they're force feeding them on double coverage every fucking play. You don't, don't think know, T man. Higgins would have come up with some good just, plays? That was just weird that the Packers had so many good players still. Or maybe they, they should have fucking moved up and gone Justin Jefferson. Oof. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's what the Eagle the Eagles fucking missed out on him. <laughs> no, you guys got Jalen Rager. That's the guy that Ticket hates more Tick, than listen, anyone. Listen, listen, they righted that ship so <laughs> see, and that's the difference between a great GM and a shitty one, right? Because your GM immediately <laughs> fixed that issue, brings in AJ Brown, drafts the Slim Reaper, 
Tell you they what, got fucking pass catcher, catchers up the wazoo it now. Wasn't a, it wasn't immediate. It was it was not immediate. <laughs> it was two years. <laughs> he, two he years. Two years. Yeah, but there was a five-year period before. The, it wasn't just Jalen Rager. There was fucked up draft after fucked up. <laughs> we used to own fucking up drafts. That used to be our lane. But no yeah. longer. Yeah, how we how he fixed it. He got his head out of his ass. That D line, that Philly D line, spooky. Oh. Yeah, Who's that? Jordan Davis. Every, that guy is a big boy. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. First fucking play. Fucking swim rip move. Fucking sack. You yeah. see, we already lost Sean Bradley though. Our linebacker. We already fucking lost him for the first play of the game. First how long? Play, he was a little tall to be playing linebacker anyway, wasn't he? Season ending, Joe. Season oh. ending. He's gone. He's gone. He'll be fine. Be okay, Tick. How, how's this, uh, this TJ Edwards guy? He's a dog, isn't he, Tick? Yeah, he looks like him. <laughs> like, he sure does. Yeah, that's he's awesome. looking good. Huh? I love that. I love Tick, that. you got to be excited for this year. I, I'm excited. I mean, Mikey V's looking awfully excited after one preseason game. <laughs> you what, man? I can tell you what. If the Bears start getting good, Mikey's going to be a dickhead. Mikey's, They're losing week one. I'm telling like you right bat. now. Yeah, well, Mike, not gonna be a dickhead, guys. But you gotta understand, my team hasn't. You guys, you guys come from these teams that you've seen win Super Bowls and you like your older years. I've never experienced that. So why don't you just give me a little leeway? Let me have a day in the sun with my fucking team, okay? While you I guys go, while you guys go you. philander about with Baker, I'm Mayfield, telling you, let though, me have my moment, okay? I'm just telling you though, I think they're gonna lose Week One. Joe, I know you keep saying that, and I'm telling you right now, if that happens, you won't hear from me for quite I'll, some time. I'll promise you this. If if they lose week one, I will not I will not rub it in. That's fine. All right. I All won't right. rub it in either. I'll, I'll only rub I'll... it in in the in the immediate, like as the game is happening. I will not like go I'll on be getting like, quarter by quarter fucking rants from Mikey V. We should be watching that game together, but I'm not gonna have that conversation again. But that's fine. Bob doesn't want to do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> very fucking lazy and you he's know lazy. what he's not gonna listen to the sportsman podcast so we can say whatever you want anyway yeah. sure we can do whatever we want <laughs> tick let it all out tick he wants to come out. he wants to come out for two nfl sundays minimum to to my house that would be the ideal one one of them would that would be ideal because of that the rivalry but it's fine am i am, am i invited mikey yeah, are you actually going to show up though? You know, <laughs> last time I you, we know your track record, Tick, is well, not now, the I, now I know that you'll take care of me. I needed to teach you a lesson, and I think you learned it. <laughs> I mean, there was no lesson learned. I was just like, Tick, it's unbelievable. That's all. <laughs> That's all right. All right. All right. That I was think we wrap guys. it up. We did a yeah. good hour and 20 something minutes we're, almost. Was I got to get up in five fucking hours. Fuck. It was a good Fuck. fantasy bonanza. You did it for the people, Mikey. You yeah, did it. Yeah, sure did. no one can question your heart, Mikey. You sure did. Hey, you know what? If you're listening to Sportsman, go go book yourself a Mikey V fantasy football cami. Right. That's right. And for less than a cup of coffee, yeah. you can join the Brotherhood as well. So why don't that's you what play? you really should be doing. Because if you're not, I don't know what the you fuck won again going. today. You won again. Sure, sure did. did. Yeah, sure he did. did. Just um, continues to bet against the Yankees. He's going to keep winning. All the glory <laughs> to the Brotherhood. Well, listen, when you throw Luis Severino out against the Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, you just you. How is this guy still? I'm not going to get into it, but how is this guy still pitching? How is he still pitching, guys? The guy, the guy gave up a three-run bomb again in the first. first Actually, inning. after that, he settled in, but it he doesn't matter. Nice. He still gave up a three-run home run in the first. The Yankees got one hit by the Braves. First team in MLB history. Listen to this: 
first team in MLB history to be one hit and hit into at least four double plays in a game. First team ever in Major League history. They are beyond stink. If they only fire fucking Boone and Cashman still has a job, the whole thing is a sham. It's a disgrace. Hal Steinbrenner, everyone is fucking laughing at you. I know you don't care because you wipe your ass with $100 bills. Good for you. But you have disgraced your father's once beloved organization (laughs) of dog. You know what? Somehow we did a fantasy football draft and we still episode. We still got a disgusted. I can't even watch them. They're unwatchable. It's unwatchable baseball. They stink. They do stink. Yeah. Now you're getting a taste of what the rest of the the country usually deals with, Mikey. (laughs) And it always comes back to that. Everyone always has to say, if they're not a Yankee fan, oh, you guys deserve it. You guys, why? What did I ever do to you? Why? Why? If you want your your moment in the sun with your bears, you've got to come down off your pedestal with the Yankees. I'm not on a pedestal. I'm not on a pedestal. I I expect to see competitive baseball. Well, lose, lose. Competitive baseball. Lose like a winner, man. I mean, you're losing right now. That that sucks. You know what? The Phillies. Take it. We're not losing. We're setting records. We're yeah. we're breaking records of infert <laughs> of of infutility of futility. Here's, here's a record for you. The Phillies were the first to ten thousand losses. How do you Philadelphia Phillies were the very first baseball team to ten thousand losses. How we long ago was that? to get that. How long ago was that? It was a few years ago. We're the very first team to get there. The very first <laughs> oh, you've been around a long time though, Tick. Oh, the Yankees. Yeah, but yeah. the Yankees. The Yankees are a special. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this fucking thing. Let's wrap it up. That was the fantasy bonanza. There's a lot more questions. Keep, you know, we'll, maybe we'll do another one. Maybe we won't. We, can, we, we should probably questions. do. How about we schedule? How about we schedule our fucking draft though? We should do that. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. We'll settle that. We'll settle that. You know, Dicky Gas is out for blood this year. Oh, jeez. Yeah, dude. Dicky Gas ticket is one of the low key better rivalries in all of fantasy. Oh. I already had to put him in line a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. It's so great. It's so great. Um, but keep firing your questions. We'll, we'll keep answering the fantasy questions as well as all other questions you guys have. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe to the YouTube. Go follow the Instagram. Mr. Anderson will funnel those questions back to us and we will answer them at the end of each episode. Thank you, as always, for all your questions. Gentlemen, thank you. That's Joey D. That's Mikey V. I'm Big Ticket. We are the sportsmen and we will see you next week.